Hi, I'm Autumn Collins and you're listening to Quicklink Podcast. Hello and welcome to Quicklink Podcast. It's show 603. It's Friday the 26th of August. Two doses of World Championship action today, four races on the road and the Junior Tour of Wales gets underway as well. Happy birthday today to Time Trial World Champion, three-time Tour stage winner and previous hour record holder Chris Boardman, two Milan San Remo winner, double Giro Points jersey winner and eight-time Grand Tour stage winner it's Arnold Demar, two Giro stage winner Chad Hager, two Women's Tour and Tour of Flanders winner Corinne Lebecki, two back-to-back Cyclocross Junior World Champion Ben Tulit, two Commonwealth Games Silver and World Championship Bronze Medalist Ethan Vernon and also to someone who hosts a podcast that you might listen to. 20 again, unbelievable. One confirmed transfer today as Dutch road race champion Pascal Inkhorn will move after five years with Jumbo Visma to Lotto Sedal. Next deal, they'll be known as Lotto Destiny. He joins them in January. Let's start in Blano Gwent as the 41st edition of the Junior Tour of Wales began with an 8.3k uphill time trial from Bryn Mawr and going up the famous tumble climb. It's 5k long, averaging 8%, maxing out at 15 Josh Tarling, who will be joining Ineos Grenadiers in the new year, he was quickest in the time of 13.29. That was 19 seconds quicker than his team Wales teammate Thomas Patterson. Liam O'Brien of Munster was third fastest in 13.56. He was one second quicker than Noel Hobbs of Techers, who Francis de Joe Continental have been sniffing around. And national road champion Zach Walker of Upmost Isle of Man was fifth in 13.59. As a 113k road stage from Abergavenny to the Black Mountain tomorrow, that was last seen on stage 8 of this year's Women's Tour. To Israel on day 4 of Junior Track Worlds, four medals awarded today. The women's 500 went to Kim Che Yon of South Korea, the women's points race to Heidi Galgan of France, the women's individual pursuit to Federica Venturelli of Italy, and the men's omnium went the way of Carson Matten of Canada. That's his second gold of the week after he took the individual pursuit world title. The final four medal events are being held tomorrow. It's the men's kilo, the men's elimination, and both Madisons. To France now, and before we hit the day's road action, we'll go to mountain bike worlds in eastern France, just near the border of Switzerland. It was the e-racing in the morning and the short track in the afternoon. Gold on the e-bikes to the aptly named Swiss rider Nicol Goldie, and then to Jérôme Gillot of France. Now, over to a quick linker who actually watched some racing today. Here's our Peter with the news from the short track races. Friday saw the world championships for the mountain bike short track which was hosted in Leger with everything else mountain bike going on. And yeah, it was two very interesting races for the men and the women. In the women's race, everything seemed to be fairly together. Um, apparently there's an incident involving the two British riders in the rock garden. Um, I didn't manage to catch it actually, so apologies on that front. However, basically around halfway through... Pauline Ferrand-Prevot just decided that she was going to go and decimated the field. Completely obliterated everyone and just rode away. And that was that on on that one. Um, at the start of lap eight, uh, well, start of lap nine, rather, of of nine, she had a 28-second gap over Seivald um, with Gibson in second, Yolanda Neff, um, Gibson was in third, sorry, Yolanda Neff in fourth, Keller in fifth, and Evie Alice Richards in sixth. And by the time she got to the finish, she'd sat up a little. Um, 
Keller, in the end, took second behind Farhan Pravo, uh, Gibson third for the US, Yolanda Neff in fourth, and Evie in fifth. So, all in all, yeah, very interesting race. Um, and almost stark contrast to the men's race, which was just kind of your typical short track fair where the leading contenders mainly stayed bunched up. Um, wasn't too many differences. Um, Avancini was leading for a, a vast majority of it and then cr- came to, well, came to ground, I guess, um, in the uh, Rock Garden as well. Um, this very tricky technical section. Um, and actually leading into the final lap, Colombo of Switzerland was leading, Sam Gaze was second, Litcher in for... Oh no, apologies, you're going to have to hear me say these again, because I got that slightly wrong. Colombo was in first, Blevins of the US was in second, Gaze in third, Litcher in fourth, and Avancini in fifth. And it was at that point, right at the start of a final lap, that Gaze just went for it. And no one wanted to really go apart from Blevins, who was stuck to his wheel. And it was great to see because Gaze would put in this huge power. He's great at short track. He's got that ability to hang in for the first few laps and then explode onto the final lap and just have that absolute kind of kilo power that that, you know, kilo riders in the track would have um, just sustained high-intensity power. He really put the power down, and Blevins was doing his damnedest to to survive, just hacking onto the wheel, and then into the technical downhill rocky section. Blevins took some interesting lines to try and make a little bit of headway, and actually, they were side-by-side side going into the final little section. And Blevins went for it. Didn't quite get the line right. Ended up coming off his bike, I think, shoulder or head first into a rock. Um, but, you know, no risk, no glory. I think it's hugely um, admirable that he went for it. Unfortunately, he couldn't take the win at the end because he was just recovering from that um from that crash it was sam gaze who took the win and you'll have to bear with me because i'm trying to find the result because i actually can't remember who got second one minute colombo took second litcher took third in the end alan halfley in fourth and the latvian rider uh oh, i forgot ah. Blum's apologies, uh, got fifth. All in all, two very different races. Very interesting, and I bloody love short track because it's just 20 minutes, balls to the wall, basically. <laughs> See who wins. Great stuff. Ta-da. That was Peter. You can find him on Twitter at PBXScribes. Tomorrow brings us the Junior and Elite Downhill Medal races. They did all their qualifying yesterday. So let's stay in France and hit the road. Bora Hansgrohe's Kian Uterbrookers won stage 7 at Tour de l'Avenir with the summit finish into Saint-Francois Longchamp. He distanced everyone on the final 12k climb and he came home 125 ahead of race leader Michael Hessman who was just behind David Piganzoli. Uterbrookers has slashed Hessman's lead to just 
11 seconds on GC. Two stages remain as a summit finish tomorrow before a rolling final stage 9 on Sunday. And there was another bunch finish at the utterly pointless Porto Charentes. Four sprint stages with a penultimate day TT. Lorenzo Manzan of Total Energies was first home today ahead of Benjamin Thomas of Cofidis and triple stage winner Mark Serro of Agile Desert. The GC goes to Stefan Kung who won yesterday's time trial. Third day at the Tour of Germany went the way of Alexander Christoph of Mintermarche from a bunch sprint Florian Seneschal of Quickstep second. Alberto Betiol of EF was in third. It puts Betiol GC leader courtesy of the bonus seconds and count back. He's leading on the same time from Christoph and the prologue winner, Pipo Ganna. Summit finished tomorrow, which will decide the race. It's 12k long at 6.5% to end what is the penultimate stage. It'll be a bunch finish on Sunday. And lastly, to the day's headline act on the road, stage 7 of La Vuelta. Ramco Evenepoel, your new race leader after he came home second behind Jay Vine yesterday. 190k on the card today from Camargo to Sistiana. A 20k long 6% climb to start the second half of an otherwise flat stage. Two non-starters today, both from Agile Desert. It's Andrea van Dram and Jaco Hanninen, and you can probably guess why. 176 starters then, and six of those went up the road earlier as Fred Wright of Bahrain Victorious, Best placed of the lot on GC at 21.57. He was joined by Harry Sweeney of Lotus Sedal, Jesus Harada of Kofidis, Omar Goldstein of Israel Premier Tech, Samuel Batistella of Astana, Kazakhstan, and Jimmy Janssens of Alps and Dekernik. Off they popped and away they went. The bunch just happy to let it go. Goldstein was dispatched from that group on the climb, starting the second half of the stage. Nothing else happened on the way there. Harada was first over top for 10 points. He was no threat to Victor Langolotti's classification lead in the Kindle Mountains jersey today. He earns himself 10 points. Langolotti's on 13, none available at the finish. Six in the break went down to five with 40k to race. The gap still over two and a half, having been around about four. But it was always going to end in a shootout between the break for the stage win, with no jerseys under threat. The bunch got it down under 30 seconds in the end, but it was a five-way dash for the line between them. Janssen's having a little dig over a rise ahead of the final 500 metres. Fred Wright was stuck on first wheel, everyone kicking from 150 out, Wright leading all the way until the final 10 metres when he was passed on either side. Jesus Harad of Kofidis with the stage win, his first at World Tour level since stage 6 of the 2019 Vuelta. It was second for Samuel Battistella of Astana, third for Fred Wright of Bahrain, that's the second top three for him this race. Jimmy Janssen's in fourth, Harry Sweeney in fifth, then Sam Bennett of Bora brought home the bunch at 29 seconds down, ahead of Jake Stewart, Caden Groves, Mads Pedersen and Dan McClay. No GC changes in the top 25, all as you were with the intermediate sprint and time bonuses all going the way of the break. Evnepoel stays in red and white, Bennett in green, Langolotti in the polka dots, Bahrain leapfrog UAE to the top of the team standings, and Juan Ayusu will borrow white once more for tomorrow's 153k stage from Pola de Laviana to Colo Vancouver. Two Cat 2 climbs in the first 50k, then they go over Trio Cat 3s through the intermediate sprint and onto the final summit finish. It's 10k long at 8%. That was your Friday across all the UCI pro disciplines. Plenty of stuff tomorrow. You'll just have to tune in to find out. Bye bye. You've been listening to Quicklink Podcast, your daily microdose of pro cycling news and results. You can find us across social media at Quicklink Pod, or you can contact us by emailing show at quicklinksports.com. Share the show, and we'll be back with you tomorrow. Bye now.